0: What you might hear on the Dad Podcast can be considered offensive. We have explicit content. You have been warned. Proceed with caution. Titties. You're listening to the Dad Podcast. Let's get started. Fuck those little kids. Yeah. let's just start this episode by saying uh, we've had some issues, you know, with with keeping people on here. I'm still here. I'm still trying. I'm going to do what I can to keep this going because I enjoy doing this. Uh, I hope all of you listening enjoy listening to it. So here we go. I just want to start with, uh, you know, we've talked a couple times about um, transgender, gay, lesbian, pan, bi, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it is something that is close to me. Uh, I have uh, many family members. By many, I mean more than two, that are, you know, part of the LGBTQ community. And I, you know, as an ally, as a as a person who believes love who you want to love, it doesn't hurt anybody else for you to love somebody. Um, it does get on my nerves when I hear certain people say things, and. I had, you know, I, I call him a kid. He's, he's, I think he's around 20, maybe 19. Come up to me the other day and literally say that it's, a, it's, it's something somebody chose to be trans. You know, they, they chose to do it. They didn't have to, they chose to. And I don't feel it's a choice. I feel it's who you are. You may have made the choice to finally be who you are and, and to, to open that up to other people. But you don't, you don't just decide one day. You know what? I'm, I'm, I may have been born a guy, but I'm, I'm a girl now. I just decided that. You know, I just, I just want to try it out. I'm going to be a girl. That's not how it works. And I get he's, he's still kind of young, and you know, going, going off of maybe something he heard. Uh, but I don't feel that way. And I know I'm not the same as most people. I don't think the same as most people. And maybe I just don't. Maybe I'm the one who thinks different. I don't know, but that's how I feel. Like it's not something you just wake up and choose to decide to do. So I, I just I feel that they 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 are who they are and just accept it. Let them be. You don't need to talk about them. just just like you know anything. You know, let's let's go on to like like the Super Bowl this this past weekend it was a massive deal and i'm not taking away from it being a massive deal but it was a big deal and so much talk that two black quarterbacks were going against each other you know for the first time ever there was going to be two black quarterbacks in the nfl i mean in the super bowl i agree that's awesome it's it's a long time coming and it is a big deal it shouldn't have been a big deal that shouldn't we shouldn't still be you know, making a big deal out of it. It should it should have been a big deal a long time ago. It should have happened a long time ago. It should have been a big deal back then. We have come so far, or at least we should have. Let me, let me phrase it that way. We should have been so much farther now as a people that having two black athletes pay, play against each other in the Super Bowl should not have been that big of a deal. And it sucks that it's 2023 and it has to be, you know, that it's a big deal now and I hope I'm wording this right and you guys are understanding, just like that it was a huge, huge deal that we had two female pilots doing the flyover. Why? Why has that got to be a point? Why does it have to be like, look at us now. Now we have two female pilots. Females have been flying planes for more than 50 years. You know, I mean, even longer than that, probably. I'm just saying, like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal we shouldn't have to go on the news and be like look at us we're making strides we have two black quarterbacks and two female pilots look at us as a people we should be way past that by now and it sucks that that has to be made a point point. and that's that's horrible and again I hope you're understanding what I'm saying like it is a big deal and I'm glad it's finally happening I just think it should have been happening many years ago and it shouldn't have to be like, like a look at me kind of moment. Like, like, check us out. We're we're moving on, and we're letting females fly. Why? Why does that have to be a big deal? That's awesome. Um, yeah, I just I feel that, you know, this this far in life, you know, we're in the the year twenty twenty three. We shouldn't have to be making a big deal about that. And it's it's sad that we're still that far behind as people. That that has to be made a big deal. You know why can't it just be? We're so far ahead. Look, watch this game. Two great athletes. They are both wonderful quarterbacks. They were awesome. Two of the top two quarterbacks in the NFL. Why couldn't that have been made a point instead of the color of their skin? That's just it. it, it shouldn't have to be that way. But it was. It is. It's done. Uh, it, it, you know, I'd like to say it was a great game. I personally feel that there were some calls made that shouldn't have been made. Whatever, it's done, it's over. It was fun. Uh, moving on, you know, uh, this being the dad podcast and me being a father of three, let's talk about kids. Let's talk about how, uh, different kids are nowadays from when I was growing up and I know it's a different time. It's a different place. I grew up in a very small town population, like 2000, uh, you know, you know, being where I'm at now, population is like almost 300,000. So I get, you know, it's different, you know, we got internet and computers and, you know, kids have cell phones and laptops and iPads. And back when I was growing up, we had bikes and, and baseball and stuff outside and, you know, Things are different. And again, this is something we've talked about where I feel that we are raising, uh, it's hard to say lazy, but, but lazy And let me explain on this. And I don't mean lazy, like they're not willing to do stuff. You know, my, my oldest has been working uh, since he could get a job, you know, since 14, he has been working and not easy work. You know, he's been working in a warehouse, dealing with heavy furniture and, and, and just busting his ass, saving money, wanting to move out on his own when he can, and that's awesome. But also, I have 20-something-year-olds, you know, anywhere averaging from 22 to 29, that just feel that they deserve huge pay raises but don't want to do the work. And and kids coming in nowadays are demanding, you know, I need twenty-two dollars an hour, and I do get it. Believe me, I get it. the The pay rate sucks, but you you don't have any job history. You worked one place for two months, and you're demanding, you know, to be paid more than what people who have worked here for years have. And and you're just going to collect unemployment until you find somewhere they'll pay you that. Well, good luck. Hopefully for you, it works out. Whatever. But these kids can't even show up to work on time. They can't show up to an interview. You know, what happened to, to dressing up for an interview? And I'm not saying you have to show up in like a three-piece suit. But showing up in like a tank top and torn basketball shorts, filthy shoes, and a ball cap to interview for a job? What's wrong with kids nowadays? I, you know, or, or and this is my fault here, you know, like My kids. Obviously, I think my kids are are better than, you know, other kids out there, which, you know, that's just me. I'm biased, but my kids are also lazy and drive me crazy. Take today for an example, I'm pulling up home and I asked my son to help me get something out of the truck. And his first response was, why do I have to do it? You have two other kids. Why can't you get one of them to do it? And I get that a lot, you know, Hey do this or do do your chore or please do that. It's not like, you know, we're not, we're not demanding parents. We're not like sitting on our butts doing nothing while they do everything. You know, it's not a Cinderella story kind of thing. They're not sweeping our floors while we're just throwing food on them and being jerks. No, we all have certain things we do around the house to help keep it clean. But when I ask for help and I don't order, I don't tell, you know, I mean, me growing up, my dad would just say, you go get this done. Now you're doing this. I threw a fit, I'd get in trouble, and then I'd still have to go do it. On I know I'm part of the problem, but like like what I did today, instead of making him still help me after he told me no or threw a fit about it, I said, "Fine, I'll do it myself," and I just did it myself. And that that adds to it. That does definitely give them the, um, I guess the example or or the the thought that oh well I can just throw a fit and I don't have to do it and I get it that's you know i <laughs> raising my kids i i i do that sometimes I do let them get away with it and I don't think about it until it happens at work with these older kids now again i use kid the term kid lightly they're you know twenty two to twenty nine but i'm forty four so to me they're a kid all right i was i've been working since they were you know born I was out of high school before most of them were born i um I have a few at work that think they're untouchable, for lack of a better term. They're told to do something by the owner, the owner of the company, and they don't do it. And again, the owner is the one that kind of drove this untouchable thought into their head. Let's them get away with things that other people have been fired for, which I have brought up because that is one thing I Don't stand for I think that's ridiculous. You don't let one person uh, get away with doing something massively bad to be doing at work and just kind of give them a little slap on the wrist, a little pat-pat on their hand and be like, move on. And then two weeks later, fire somebody because you heard they did something. Okay. That literally just let that one person know, hey, guess what? I'm going to hold on to you. You're not going to get fired. You do whatever you want. You're just going to get a slap on the wrist. I, I'm not going to worry about the bad things you do or, or the way you're letting my company look. And it just seems over the last, let's just say 15 years, it's gotten worse. And I've worked many places and, you know, some of them bad. I worked for rent center one of the worst companies I have ever worked for. And I have no... Bad feelings about going on the air and saying that. Horrible company to work for. They do not care about their employees. They do not care about their customers. It was bad. I spent five years there. It was horrible. I hated my life. I was a bad father during that time. And I don't mean bad like I beat my kids or I ignored them. I wasn't around because that work demanded. I was there pretty much 60 to 70 hours a week for very minimal pay. You know, and at the time, I needed the job. You know, my wife was working. We had two kids, a third one on the way. And then it lasted through the first few years of the third one. You know, we, we were buying a house. We have car payments. We have bills. Just like everybody else. You know, it was a tough times, So I stuck with this crappy job. It drained me. Like, I never knew how unhappy I was until I was on vacation and i got the call saying that you're fired. And let me let me let me go let me let me take, take a step back. It really wasn't like, hey, guess what, you're fired. It was a call from my boss, my district manager, knowing i'm on vacation. I'm I'm not even in the same state. He calls me, says one of my employees did something wrong. I was being punished and being let go for something somebody else did. That just brings back to how horrible this company was. I'm not even around to, to figure out what this person did. I still, to this day, I don't know what he did. I don't know if he, like, stole something, if, if he, you know, wrote something up wrong, he discounted, I have no clue. I get a call out of town, on vacation, trying to enjoy time with my family on the Oregon coast, and I'm told I can't work there anymore because my employee did something wrong. That employee didn't get fired. That employee didn't get written up. That employee didn't get anything. But I got let go. Now, they gave me the option. He didn't come out and say you're fired. He gave me the option and said, you can't work here anymore. You can save face and quit, or I can fire you. So my response was, you're going to fire me because I'm going to collect unemployment, and you're going to make my truck payment for firing me for wrong reasons. And boy, did they. I, I took it to court because they tried to fight my unemployment. I took it to court. Uh... It was a little different type of court. You didn't actually go to court. You get a call from a judge, and he discusses things. And when he found out I was on vacation, I had nothing to do with it, the employee who did it got fired. The judge literally laughed, hung up the phone, and within a week I was notified I was getting the max amount for my unemployment, which was awesome. Gave me a couple months of, you know, doing what I enjoy doing, working in my garage, you know, Messing with wood, building things. It was fun. But also in those three months, I found out I cannot not work. Uh, even having stuff to build. I think I built like 200 tomato cages out of wood. Uh, you know, sold some, gave some away, built some for, for family members. I need something to do. I can't sit around and do nothing. Which seems to be different from kids nowadays. Like it, it's, I'm at a spot in my... Position of my work that I have taken over hiring of people. I do get applications. You know, I put it out there. Indeed, ZipRecruiter, all that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you what. Right now, side note: ZipRecruiter is one of the best places to look to hire people. It's it's not cheap. I mean, it's definitely it costs money to use ZipRecruiter, but it's worth it. You find some great candidates. uh And I'm sorry, I'm not saying this as as they're not a sponsor. I'm not getting paid to say this. It's just out of use. Uh, Indeed, you get the kind of people I'm talking about where they're applying to apply so they can show unemployment that they're applying for a job. They don't actually want to, to work. They just want to put their resume out there and say, look at me, I applied, now give me my next week's check. I have called probably 15 different people who have applied on Indeed. Five of them acted like they wanted the job. Yeah, I'll show up. Never even showed up for an interview. Not a single interview. One of them showed up for the interview. My boss was a little gung-ho on it. And be like, We need somebody. We need somebody. You're hired before we interview the interview was even finished. Got his little work uniform. Uh, got a few other things, or as my son would say, merch or swag. Really, it was a hat, some shirts, a backpack kind of thing to for work. Uh never even showed up for the first day of work. Decided he didn't nah, not even show up. Uh half of them, you call them for an interview and they're like, No. No, it's just applying. Like it just doesn't sound like something I want to do. Uh, it is a physical labor job. You're carrying heavy items into people's houses upstairs and downstairs. You know, through thin doors. You got to think outside the box sometimes. You know, take things apart, remove doors to get things in. You know, it's not an easy job, but it's also not the hardest job in the world. It's not like you're going out and doing stuff that we haven't been doing for years, and the pay has gotten better. It wasn't very good when I started there, but you know, with pushing and talking, we've got our boss to offer better pay, you know, kind of like putting the thought in there that, Hey, you get what you pay for. If you want to go minimum wage or just barely above it, you're going to get crap employees who don't care and aren't going to take care of things. You want good quality people. You need to pay for good quality people. So we got to pay up there. Uh, and, and it's just, it's a pain in the butt. And I'm sure, you know, obviously everywhere I can think of in the United States, I don't, I don't know about outside of the United States, you know, listeners who are, who are in other countries, how their hiring process has been going. Uh, but the, the, the way to hire down here is just, it's not the way to hire the finding employees right now, you know, ever since COVID hit has been horrible no matter what you pay. uh, My wife, you know, works for a company and they pay very well. Uh, I'm talking 25 bucks an hour or more probably for, for newer employees because of the work that's done. And they, you know, they have a hard time finding good employees. I've gotten, my work is up, you know, up around the $20 range to get somebody started. That's just starting pay. And we still can't find good employees and it's, It's the way kids have been raised. Like, I don't know what happened to the good old days. And I probably sound like my dad did back when I was a kid, you know, but I was raised with a strong work ethic. Whether my parents were together, you know, divorced, I I had issues growing up. Everybody's has issues, whatever. I was still raised, you know, you work a job like it's your career, I haven't had a career yet. I'm old. I should have a career. I should be. I should have a degree and a good career working towards retirement. I'm an idiot. I screwed my life up in the past doing stupid things, you know, waiting for the girlfriend, not going to college right away, even when I had schools sending me letters saying that they wanted me to go there. I screwed up. I admit that. I work jobs right now. I stick with them. You know, I've been with this one for four years. The one before that was five, before that was six. I don't job jump but I do take my jobs serious and I do work them like it is a career. I don't plan on being at this place for the rest of my life, but I work it like it is somewhere that I'm going to work for a long time. I I take pride, I guess, in what I do. And I do enjoy it. You know, I, I like fixing furniture and touching it up and making it look better. Um, obviously I don't go into houses and deliver anymore. I, I've been doing this kind of stuff for over 20 years so I've earned my time in the office and warehouse and 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 doing that kind of stuff but finding the kids or the right people like I said I use the term kids lightly definitely makes me feel old but finding the right people to do the job that are willing to do the job you know we we get some people now they'll work they come in they they complain about every job it could be a delivering six pillows or six boxes of light fixtures that weigh one pound into a garage and leaving, and they complain about it. You know, they get their checks and like, oh, this is small. Why is my check so small? You left at 11 o'clock every day. You're on the schedule from 8 to 4. You do the delivery. It's done by 11. You take off. You work three hours a day. You're getting paid for three hours a day. They think they deserve to get paid the full 40 hours and only work three hours a day. It's just I don't understand the thought process of the younger generation anymore. Like, like, how hard is it to just do a job, take pride in it, earn money? You know, uh, again, I feel I'm raising my kids the right way. You know, my my next kid, you know, she's she just turned 14 last month. Um, finding a job for a 14-year-old is not easy to do. So, you know, when she gets up there a little more, she does want to get a driver's license. I don't buy my kids' cars. My kids buy their own cars. My oldest is on his second car right now that he's bought in both of them himself. They're nothing fancy. He paid or 1200 for the first one and 1500 for the one now. But he also was able to sell his first one for more than he paid for it. He has bought this one. He has fixed it. up and done some things with it. Hopefully he doesn't get rid of it. I love it. He loves it. It's, it's awesome. It's nothing special. It's, it's a 95 Jeep uh, Cherokee Sport. It's awesome. It's cool. He loves it. It's perfect for him. His his style. I think it's a great car to have. Um, but my next kid, when she's ready, she will buy a car. Now, she hasn't had the um, the luck of my oldest to where she was able to work, you know, starting at 14. But so I might have to, you know, my wife and I, we might have to help with the first car. But again, it's not going to be anything spectacular, you know. And this is this is one thing that I agree with my 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 youngest brother on. Um, he did, you know, buy his kid a car when they could drive. It was a five hundred dollar Subaru, and before that kid could have it, they had to pay it back. That's okay to do, but these parents are out there like, here's a brand new FJ series, you know. Here's here's a here's a Lexus. Have at it. They're not going to respect it they're not going to take care of their car. I had to buy my first car. And I don't fault my parents for this at all. I know money was tight back then and and you know, pay was less whatever. This is back in uh, 1994, 95 and I know to some of you, maybe some of you listeners out there, hopefully the the bulk of you are around my age and understand where I'm coming from. Uh, but I did. I bought my I bought my car. My first car was mine. I bought that thing for 2000. It was it, <laughs> It was a 1988 Chevy Beretta. I paid $2,000 for it, and to me, that thing was a Lamborghini. I loved it. I took care of it. The oil changes. I washed it. You know, I had that thing from, I want to say, 94, 95 when I bought it, up until probably 2006 or 2007 when the only reason I had to get rid of it was because I drove that thing into the ground. It was a great car because I took care of it. I I respected it, I guess, you know, for another sense, because it was mine. I paid for it. I paid my insurance. I, I paid for everything. I earned it, and I worked for it. These kids nowadays um, get, get a car and, oh, daddy bought me this car. Get in an accident, and what happens? Daddy bought me another car. Why? See, again, you're, you're raising them to just think that, okay, I screw up. I'm going to get saved, and everything's good. You got to raise them to work for it, to want it, to, to respect it. And I know, you know, there's, this isn't going to come through to everybody and they're not going to get it and they're not going to understand, but there really is a sense inside of a purpose or want or, or accomplishment when you've worked and earned what you have. And Like I said, my 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 oldest son, his Jeep isn't a spectacle, you know, it's rusted, the paint's faded, it's chipping. But he worked for it. He worked for the money. He bought it, he pays his insurance, he puts gas in it, and he takes care of it. Like my first car was was that to me. This is to him. Like it's his baby. He's he's making it his. He's you know, he's gotten on YouTube, which obviously helps nowadays, which I didn't have growing up. I didn't have YouTube to tell me how to fix things. I had to go out and buy a Chilton and read pages on how to fix things. And I miss my Chilton. I miss that book. Um, he can go online and, like, you know, the batch, the back latch, the, 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 the hatch on the back of his Jeep wasn't opening. Like, the handle just didn't work. And he found on YouTube a way to get in there and you just put one or two zip ties in a certain spot, boom, it works perfect now. You know, his windows weren't working. And him and I together, you know, we got on the YouTube and we figured it out and he ordered new parts on Amazon himself, went on there with his own debit card, his own bank account, his own money. He ordered new window mechanisms and we took the doors apart and we put them in and now his windows all work, you know, and, and he's got to have this Jeep for a while because he's taking care of it. All right. Well, there was a call from the wife, so I got about 15 minutes left until I have to... Uh, <laughs> deal with kids and family and cooking and all that kind of stuff again. But uh, yeah, just, you know, we're raising our kids to just think it's okay to be handed stuff, you know, and, and I found out a, a couple of jobs ago that to me, at least where I have been, the world's been about who, you know, not what, you know, you know, I have had jobs where I've had more experience and have done this job for a certain amount of time, and I was put in as the uh, helper, if you will, to somebody who had no clue what they're doing. And I feel that's horrible. I feel that's sad. Um, kind of like my work now, and and, and don't get me wrong, I, my boss is a great boss. Um, I have more knowledge of this company than she does. Now, again, she's the owner, so that doesn't really matter. And luckily she hasn't ever put anybody above me as my boss that doesn't know what they're doing. Um, really technically she's been my only boss. You know, I've come into this company, um, in a sense, you know, up, up there. Um, but with 20, 22, 23 years of experience doing this, you know, um, I've kind of earned the jump ahead of the other guys uh and luckily for the most part you know at least the guys in the past um who are no longer with us respected that and respected me and we worked well together um that is one thing i would have to say about tyler you know he's got his hijinks he's got his his issues um his anger his his thoughts on things that we don't agree on tyler and i don't agree on a lot of stuff a whole lot of stuff he does respect my opinion and does respect me at work um as far as work goes, he's not really respectful in other senses, you know, going around getting people to call me Fat Donnie and shit like that, whatever. But as far as the work goes and, and understanding what goes on at work and, and, and all that, he does respect that. So I do give him kudos on that. Um, We have our issues at work, too. I think there's a lot that gets done that shouldn't be. But it, it, that's besides the point. Um, Some of the other ones they don't respect. They don't respect the owner. They don't respect me. They think they're above everything, and again, that's her fault. And I've pointed it out to her, you've, you've created this. Uh, hopefully it gets better. You know, ho- hopefully it doesn't come to this, but in my opinion, the one thing that's going to make this better, fire one of them. You need to fire one of the problems you created. I'm just saying it needs to be done. Like, I don't know what else to do to get it through their heads that you have to work. You have to come in and you have to work and you treat it like a job. Don't come in here and, and drink on the job. Don't come in and, you know, go into an office setting where there's many other offices and start yelling about eating muff and, and you know, talking crap. People on phone calls. There's sometimes there's kids in the building. Um, uh, You know, just respect the people and the surroundings that you're in. You don't go into Target and start talking shit like that. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But you got to respect it. You know, and let's let's move on to, to, to that really quick. Uh, the Karens of the world today. Okay? Butt out. Nobody cares your opinion. And I know this is coming across. I'm being an ass, a dick, whatever. But butt the fuck out. Okay? If you overhear somebody having a conversation with somebody else and you're just walking by and hear it, It's nothing to do with you. Walk away. I don't care if you don't agree with what they're saying, or, or you don't like the way they said it. It doesn't matter. They weren't talking to you. They weren't talking about you. They don't even know who you are. You're just some random person who decided to insert yourself into their conversation. And yes, this is coming from personal experience. I have had this happening multiple times, and it drives me freaking bonkers. Okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm not. Having a conversation with you. If I'm talking to another friend and I say a word you don't appreciate, I'm sorry. Plug your ears. Walk away. Don't stand by me when I'm talking. Okay? Yeah, sometimes I talk like a sailor. I've got a potty mouth. I, You know, one of my favorite words is fuck. I love it. And I'm going to continue to say it. That's causing issues between me and my wife. She doesn't like it. I'm sorry. I love it. Uh, but it's not like I'm running around yelling, fuck you, fuck off, fuck this, fuck that. Okay? If I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm like, damn, fuck, shit, that hurt. Or, or, fuck, look at that, that's expensive. Don't come and tell me you shouldn't talk like that. Kiss my ass, okay? You live your life, let me live mine. And there's this uh, page, I guess, I, I think that's what they're called, I you know, on Facebook. And yes, I'm on Facebook. I get on there and I post the stuff about this podcast. Uh, Every once in a while on my personal page, I will find something funny and I'll share it because I think it's hilarious. Um, For the most part, I follow stuff from my generation. I follow the 80s page and and the 80s, 90s, and, you know, the stuff I enjoy. I follow that. I will forever listen to 80s music. I think 80s was the best decade ever for music, movies, everything. I love it. Anyways, back to my talk. There's a page I follow that's called Boise Bad Drivers. And I got on it because it's fucking hilarious, all right? It is full of, for lack of a better term, Karens, okay? It is full of people who are bitching about somebody else's driving, but how they're doing it is they're using their phone and taking pictures and videos while they're driving. So literally, they are being a horrible driver, bitching about somebody else who cut them off or didn't use a blinker. Now, not everybody on there is like that. I get that. I understand. A lot of them i'd laugh at and i know they're laughing at it you know they'll post a picture of somebody who decided to run their car into the side of a building or into a tree you know and you know they'll make jokes like oh you can't park there or you know so i I get those ones but the ones who are literally like holding their phones up and taking pictures of somebody driving down the freeway you are the problem not the person who is speeding five miles over the limit you are because you're not focusing on the road You are driving worse than they are, and you're calling them a bad driver. Okay? Again, mind your own business. Yeah, I speed. I really do. I I know I do. I I got a lead foot is what what is called. I'll be in a 35 sometimes doing 45. I get that. And I'll tell you what, I've got the driving record passed to prove it. I have many tickets. I believe the last cop who pulled me over kind of laughed at me and said that uh, Boise likes to catch me for speeding. I guess so. I do it a lot. I understand I do it a lot. I try, I don't try hard, but I do try to keep close to the speed limit. But I'm also not out there driving 50 and a 40 while videotaping or or posting pictures or getting on Facebook or Instagram or or Twitter or or, or whatever while I'm driving. I'm speeding, but I am focusing on the road. Now, sometimes, you know, focus is a broad term because I do have kids in the backseat sometimes yelling at me. Uh, I definitely do try to drive better when they're in the car than when I'm alone. I don't have a death wish. I'm not out there trying to die. I'm not trying to, you know, do this. I do understand and do admit sometimes I drive like a dick. I do. And especially in construction zones, you know, you know where the, the lane kind of merges into one and they have signs for three miles before it happens telling you get over. When I see somebody who is behind me get over into the right lane and try to pass everybody, I'm not letting that asshole over. You were already in the proper lane, and you decided we're not going fast enough for you, so you're going to try to cut somebody off? No. Now, you know, the merging onto the freeway which is the same kind of thing. You're merging. I get that, and I do the zipper. I let people in. I'm not going to let six cars in front of me. If I can get over, I'll get over. If I can't get over, I'll let one or two in front of me because that's the polite thing to do, but I'm not going to stop on the freeway and let everybody in. And that's something else people aren't understanding. You know, there, there are proper ways to do this. Like I said, the zipper, you know, one at a time, one car in, one go, one in, one go, just like that, just like a zipper, zipping up your pants. You know, you do that and that works. It flows. But when you get people who, and I I get this a lot in the morning, taking my kids to school, I'll be going to get on and I'm just about to merge over and four trucks will fly up really quick and block me. And so I have to slam on my brakes on the on-ramp trying to get on the freeway with 15 cars behind me because they decided to speed up because they wanted to get in front of me. Stop. Stop. Like it's not like I'm going slow. I just admitted I speed. I was probably going faster than you were going to begin with. You wouldn't have had to slow down at all if you just stayed the speed you were going and I got in front of you. And for the most part, I'm running late in the morning, so I'm even going faster than a normal. Please, any police officers listening to this, don't look for me. I drive a I drive a red what are the smart cars? I drive a red smart car. Look for that. Um <laughs> it's it's just Everybody seems so entitled nowadays. And, and like I said, there's the Karens of the world. That's where this all started. There's the Karens of the world. like You have to insert yourself in everybody else's business. Just like right now in Idaho, another bill was passed trying to make it a federal crime. And I know this is going on in, every, in, in all kinds of states. But it was just another one was inserted in, in, in Idaho here. Making a federal crime for a doctor to give help, assistance, whatever, to... Transgender youth. What is it? Any your business? All the people who are who are who are trying to get this pushed are not part of the LGBT community or transgender or not. Don't have family members who are. They're taking upon themselves to say, "You're not right. You're an abomination." I'm going to stop it. It has nothing to do with you. It does not hurt you if this person was born a boy and wants to be a girl. It has nothing to do with you. That's it. leave it alone. It's not hurting anything. It's helping people. I mean, look at the suicide rate right now. Look at, look at all these kids that are bullied. Look what I just read on the news that in the UK, and I know I have some, some listeners over in the UK, I have some friends that I, that I play games with and I talk to, um, and I don't know if they listen, but if they do, I just read in the UK two 15-year-old kids, a boy and a girl, were just arrested on murder because they murdered a transgender kid. Why? Why was that necessary? It wasn't. Like, it's so stupid. You know, they go off of what they're taught by their parents. And I know I'm putting a lot on the parents and and saying this, but literally, like, the way you raise your kids, maybe you didn't raise your kids. Maybe Maybe you had a nanny. An au pair or whatever raising your kids and they put the thoughts in their head. I don't know. But if you look at kids when they're young, they don't care about color, sex, race. They don't care about gay, straight, nothing. They just want to be friends and have fun. They don't care. So why does that change from then to 15? Because they're around things that teach them this is the way you should be, even though that's wrong. And we got to stop that. We do. We do. You know, we can't agree on anything nowadays. This is a fight about everything. You know, it's not. I guess I shouldn't say nowadays. This has been happening forever. I mean, there's so much out there. They're out there for a quick buck or or to make things easy or to to do this. You know, I mean, you got somebody who burnt themselves. I, I know this was probably like 40 years ago on hot coffee at McDonald's and sued McDonald's. So now they have to inform you, this is hot. Be careful. You ordered a cup of hot coffee. You should have known it was hot. You spilt it. Why is that somebody else's fault? You know, it's just and it's not getting better. You know, I I personally, I really do feel that we as a people, we're not getting smarter. I think we're taking steps backwards in our evolution. And that's horrible. And I'm sorry that I have that I'm saying this, and, and you know, maybe I'm pissing somebody off and I might lose listeners. And but we are. We are going backwards. Backwards in an evolution. Like like I said at the, at the beginning of this episode, they had to make it a point on the news and at the beginning of the game that the quarterbacks and the, both teams for the Super Bowl were black. What the fuck does that matter? It doesn't. Only thing that should matter is that they are great quarterbacks and they know how to play the game. You know, or, or we had to make it a point that both the pilots doing the flyover in, in the army planes, air force planes. I, I'm an idiot. There, I don't care. We're female. What does it matter? Why? And and we are are just like I said. We're going back. We're taking steps back. Why can't people just be people? You, you know, one of the big things I'd love to tell people is I'm not religious. I don't believe in in heaven, hell, God, whatever. I I just don't. And I am 100% supportive if you do. That's fine. But don't push it on me. Don't think I'm a bad person because I don't. You live what makes you live a good life. I like to say, you know, whatever makes you happy, do it. Now, to break that down a little bit more, being a serial killer, a rapist, a pedophile, I'm not saying go do that if that makes you happy because that's just disgusting. Stop that shit. That's stupid. I'm saying live your life good. Be a good person. Enjoy it. If it makes you feel good to put up signs that say, stay the hell out of my yard, do it. But don't go and be abusive about it. You know, like, like I have I have a, what's it called? Uh, uh, no solicitation sign on my door. That's a funny one. But it's still no soliciting. It literally says no soliciting, the dogs will bark, I'll yell, things get awkward. Yes, I hung it up because I have a sense of humor and I think it's funny and I want to put funny stuff up. But I also put it up because I don't want to be bothered. When I'm sitting down to dinner with my kids, someone knocking on the door trying to sell me something. Now, if somebody does knock on my door and they're trying to sell me something, I'm not an asshole about it. I'll be like, yeah, no, thank you. You know, kind of gesture towards the sign. Uh, I did feel bad for a lady the other day and I did let her in and let her show me the device. I didn't buy it. I didn't want it. But I let her come inside. You know, it's cold out. Come inside, talk about it. You can do that and still... Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I know I'm just rambling now. Um, You know, just just to sum it up, like, we need to do better raising our kids. We need to show them, you know, like that old 80s song, you know, the children are our future. Let's lead them and show them the way. Like, we need to show them that, you know, work for what you're going to get. Don't just expect to get it. You know, uh, treat people nicely. Just just be good. And and mind your own fucking business. I'm going to say fuck. Other people going to do it. Like, It does not hurt me in any sense of the way if one man wants to marry another man. I don't care. Do it. I really don't. It doesn't hurt me. So why is it such a big deal to everybody else? Let's just be us and have a good time, people. Life's too short. Enjoy it. Let's have fun. All right. Well, this is a short episode. Thanks for sticking along. Hopefully I didn't lose anybody. Um, We'll see what happens next episode. Dad bods out, bitches. Now back.